0: Breonna Taylor still needs justice for her murder and the disproportionate rate of police murders on people of color, men and women, is a continuous issue. Black lives will forever matter and systematic racism and oppression still needs to be addressed and definitely torn down. Hey and welcome back to Heard You Radio, the podcast. First... Today is my forever partner's birthday and he deserves great things, so why not shout him out on my very own podcast and definitely embarrass him per usual and everyday life and my responsibility that I have definitely taken on. So happy birthday, Mr. Holt, and may you continue to be the best version of yourself daily. I love you. Mwah. Okay, y'all, uh, moving on. So now, my good people, we are knocking on Friday and the door is about to open, so let us cheers to a week well done! Woo! That's supposed to be like an echo in the background, but that's me cheering for y'all. We got through another week of COVID, work, children are in school finally, and congratulations and a pat on the back because ladies and gentlemen, we have made it this far. Today, we are going to discuss where is home? Like, when we talk about home is where the heart is and I want to go home, where is that? And did it actually feel like a home at the time? Or is it something that we just crave and desire because the rest of the world and society says that's what we should have? So, guys, I just want to be very, very transparent with you all about, like, what I consider home to be for me. So... This is where the transparency comes out in our good old Heard You Radio podcast is me definitely divulging to you all what home is for me and what home actually looked like for me. So from, oh, as far as I can remember, I definitely lived in many places with many individuals. So maybe for like the first portion of my life, I lived with my mom and my stepdad. The next portion of my life, like kindergarten-ish, I lived with my grandparents. After kindergarten, I went to live back with my parents at about 11 years old. I lived with my aunt and my uncle. But right before I lived with my aunt and my uncle, I actually had just transitioned from living with my grandparents again. So then I lived with my aunt and my uncle at about 14 years old, I was put out of that living situation and arrangement. And I began to live with at that point, just my stepdad. And then about my senior year at about 17 years old, I moved out of my stepdad's house and began to live with friends in an apartment. So I'm pretty sure you heard it. I moved around so much that now that I actually think about it as an adult, I never really had a home. I had places that I lived for, you know, time being, but I never really had like a home that everybody kind of fellowshiped at. Because, you know, as I have grown as an adult, I've realized that home can be a person Home can be a place or home can be a thing. So when I went off to college and I was, you know, listening to my roommates or other friends saying like, I can't wait to go home. I miss home. I would reciprocate that in conversation. But once I actually got back to California and around particular people, I realized I didn't really miss those people And to be completely honest with you all, what I learned early was that as long as I was good and safe, I was home for me. I was safety. I was comfort. And I think that while we're talking about family structure and build and foundation and what we learned, we first have to look at our home system. What was home? And because I moved around a lot, I didn't really have home. I wasn't really close with my parents. I thought at one point I was going to be super close with my aunt and my uncle forever because they just kind of took me in at a time in my life that was pivotal. But now I don't feel like they're home for me. The only person in my life or the only people... In my life, to be completely honest, are my grandparents that I like crave to be around that I miss. And I think now it's just because I know that they're older and it's a pivotal time in their lives, in my life. they they've seen me come through so much that I look forward to making them happy. But when I say that I want to go home to California, I'm really talking about like food, the beach, places that I had created memories. Because I don't have a specific solid space or solid people that I wanted to be around. And even to be honest, even being around like my grandparents, being around them for too long, I get anxious. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to move around. And because I was raised in so many different places and by so many different individuals, to be honest, I never officially knew that I was out of place or that it was unhealthy (laughs) for me to, you know, move around or not have a solidified place to call home until I was an adult. And I realized that that is actually how I was maneuvering throughout my adult life. I could pack up and go without thinking twice, without questioning it, sweeping in my car, um, you know, hustling, figuring out a way to make, make it work. But as long as I was safe and secure in myself, I was okay with those things. And even currently till this day, I am learning that I don't have roots. And that sounds so crazy to me, right? Like you go and you live this life and you're raised and you have memories and you laugh. But in those memories, some of those things are dark and some of those things are unhealthy and they are deeply rooted and we look and we laugh and we say we want to go home and then we get to the space in which we consider home and realize yeah this is not what I meant by I want to go home or I want to be home and as adults I'm asking you to kind of reflect on yourself is that what does your home look like now? What does home look like for you? Who is that person? What is that thing or what is that place that you equate with peace and tranquility? And sometimes because we don't know those answers, because we haven't thought that deep, we are still searching for that comfortability. You know, the terminology like I went to sleep, but I didn't rest. We can literally sleep our, our entire lives and still not be well rested, still feeling the need to push harder for things, work harder for things, put ourselves in overdrive. And then when we ask ourselves, why am I working this hard? What am I working for? If we have that innate, empty feeling of not ever really having a solid home, or foundation, then that's what we're actually working for. But until we're able to identify the issues or why we didn't have a home or why our home didn't look a particular way, no matter how hard we work, no matter what we achieve, it will still be an empty space. We're just filling that empty space with voided things. So you didn't have a home when you were a child and now you're praising yourself for buying a home and I'm not discrediting your accomplishment But then you begin to fill that home with things, but there's no people. And then you realize that, wow, my home was me being home every single day alone because my mom had to work three jobs and my siblings, you know, ran the streets and I didn't know my dad. So I can I unconsciously literally built the same exact home that I grew up in, just filling those voids with materialistic things and calling it yours. And let's be real with ourselves. When you unconsciously learn a way to live your life, you do it without thinking every single day. It's like writing with your right hand. If you're right-handed, you don't think about picking up a pen with your left hand to write something down. So when you unconsciously learn that life is okay because you made it okay for yourself or because you have good memories or good moments, you haven't learned to tap into the part of the trauma that actually affects why you unconsciously move a certain way. And let's be honest, it doesn't just affect us in our own individual state, it also affects us in who we choose to bring into our world as we're working through our unprocessed trauma or let me correct myself, as we're living through our unprocessed trauma. We have to be okay with digging deep and figuring out why certain parts of our lives look the same as when we were children, yet we're 25 and 26 years old and saying, but I worked hard not to be that way. Or I worked hard to assure that I didn't live that way. So I want to ask you again, where is home for you? Who is home for you? What is home for you? Because until you're able to truly identify that for yourself, how can you fairly do that for the people that you allow to be in your life and they allow you to be in their lives? We have to check every box of our family structure. And that starts with, where is home? Boom, 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 ah, yeah. And that is the end of Family Structures, Where is Home? And I wanna thank you all for tuning in with me. But before I go, I wanna shout out the brand Nora 22. Nora22 is a brand that brings Alzheimer's awareness to millennials, and 10% of every purchase is donated to the Alzheimer's Association. So head on over to Nora22store on Instagram, as well as Facebook, look at the merchandise and purchase something. We want answers, we want cures, and there is nothing better than supporting a person who is not only bringing us fashionably aware merchandise but also donating so we assure that we are putting ourselves in front of alzheimer's disease thank you all for tuning in again and it's been real it's been great did you hear me or at least what i was trying to say until next time it's your girl she keep faith on heard you radio the podcast